0: fire that was oh, that fire, was, fire. That was let's go we so finally got, we finally some, got some theme music hardies and hardos uh shout out to my guy jack donovan he uh has a doctorate degree in music he teaches music at multiple colleges uh we'll have the link to uh his his stuff in our in our bio so please please check that out he uh he does like editing for um audio for podcasts or anything like that as well as like theme music and stuff stuff's really good super cool guys Very super good. talented. so uh yeah check his stuff out please um yeah check check you, that if, link
1: out it's just in the it's in the description below so if you're yeah, especially if you liked what you
0: just heard which if you didn't like what you just heard you're an idiot yeah so, then oh, you're an idiot. Idiot. Yeah, I yeah then it will be well we already know anyways so yeah check it out and uh we're, we're happy to be
1: in the 21st century of podcasts yeah, finally! Wow, <laughs> finally got some music. All right, we're gonna start with some headlines.
0: On the Dirk, on the Dirk Nowitzki
1: episode, we got we got music. Oh man, I didn't even think of that episode forty-one. Really, right. Dirk Nowitzki episode for right? sure. That's the only one I can think of. Right? No, me too. That's why so, I was like, like that's all that came to mind. I mean, maybe the best foreign basketball player of all time, probably at least at this moment, is right. Like.
0: Yeah, I mean, Luca's gonna be better than him. But it'd be
1: it'd be Luca and Bead and Giannis, you know, with the next chance, Jokic, you know, those guys be able to pass him, yeah. maybe. But one of those guys is gonna be better than him. You would imagine we could've,
0: we, we could have said the Antoine Batea episode, but I feel like <laughs> <is better> <laughs> <Yeah. him. laughs> get out of
1: here. You did not just say Antoine Batea, <laughs> or or the Tom Seaver episode. He was pretty nice. Tom <laughs> Seaver, but okay, that, that one's more respectable, but. Over half our listeners were just like, Who the hell is Antoine Pet? <laughs> the, totally the West Unsell. Oh episode. my god. All right, we're <laughs> we're done with this. We're gonna we're gonna move on and actually talk about our headlines now before we All right. get into any crazier players that wore number forty one. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: You don't want to get into the Glenn Rice episode or what Okay, yep,
1: <laughs> that's it. That's the final star right there. Georgia. The with Roman the Harper episode. episode. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry, <laughs> Roman Harper. Yep. Oh my god, I didn't realize there was that many people that were number forty-one. Georgia, though, they absolutely routed TCU in this national oh, championship yeah. game, sixty-five to seven. Ew. thirty-eight to seven and a half time. That's when I quit watching spinning. I don't know if you tuned in the second half at all, but I was no, the no, half I didn't. I well, I
0: texted you at like twenty. I think it was twenty-four to seven. Then I was oh like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is over
1: you, already. Obviously, I didn't think it would get that bad, almost 60 points. Yeah, 65-7 is ridiculous. But. You could tell right away when Georgia scored on their opening drive, you're like, oh, this has got just the feeling of a blowout. Like, I, that that was what I was feeling, at least. Like, I don't know about you, but when I yeah. was watching I the mean, very the, first the only touchdown. feeling
0: I was having other than that was feeling bad for TCU. Honestly.
1: You <laughs> should have put this this squad in, right? So they could have had this squad in that squad
0: would have got annihilated by Michigan or Ohio State. Come on. No, no yes. chance. yeah No chance. Beaten Alabama sure. would have won. No. Anybody,
1: anybody Michigan
0: that is beating Alabama. You swap TCU and Alabama, Michigan's getting that dub for sure.
1: Because that that talk you had about how Mich- no chance Michigan loses TCU, yeah. that really worked sure. out, huh?
0: i are I talking Alabama. I, was talking about. I really am extra, extra smart when it comes to uh college football, apparently, given my pick record and my Michigan take. So you're right. Don't listen to me.
1: Uh, Some more on this game, though. Stetson Bennett, offensive MVP, again, all four playoff games uh, he's played last year and this year, offensive MVP in all four. Uh, That's very impressive. He showed out when it mattered the most. And this sets him up, Spinny, to be the first three-peat in college football, three-peat winner since your Very own Minnesota Gulfers, actually, way back in the 1930s. Do you think they can get it done with no Stenson Bennett coming back next year? No, probably not. I mean,
0: Bama's gonna I be better, so. right? And right, there's, like everyone, all those big teams are gonna be better. USC is gonna be better. There's just gonna be a lot of teams that are gonna be better, I think. And uh, George probably gonna be slightly worse, but again, apparently, we all said they were we gonna go that. seven and five this year, so right. so apparently, it doesn't matter what we say because that's what we think, but. Um, shout out to Stenson Bennett. Like this guy had a really cool story having to go to junior college and come back and that whole situation and just everyone overlooked him, never had the biggest arm, you know, not sure if he was going to be athletic enough and man balled out one offensive MVP in all four of the playoff games and two straight national ship championships. Just cool for him. Even if, you know, at the pro level, he's not, you know, that great. It's like, he's... He's the best college football player that of the college football playoff era, right? Honestly, like the most accomplished. I mean,
1: most accomplished.
0: Me like the most accomplished. Probably a better
1: word. Yeah. Well, he's the most accomplished, and he's not even going to be eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame since the only way you're eligible for it is if you're uh, all American, which he wasn't. So that's I don't know. I feel like they need to change the criteria. Really? For that. Yeah, you have to make an all American team to be eligible. And he wasn't all American, but it's like he was the best player when it mattered the most. He so. wasn't an SEC all American. No, he wasn't all American. I saw that today. I was so I Bryce was, Young, obviously. But isn't right. there two? I don't I don't know how college football okay. works. I don't want to dive too much into it because then I'll be probably speaking wrong. All okay. I know is I saw he wasn't all American and now he's not eligible for a college football fan because he wasn't. Which That's they great. obviously need to switch up their yeah. Uh, requirements if well, that's the case i mean honestly though you probably should be an
0: all-american to be eligible right for the most part like i'd say like 99 yeah. of the time that that's gonna hold true
1: yeah that's true that's fair but it's just it's tough to see a guy like that not be eligible Max. after what I mean, there he should did. be an exception right right moving on carlos correa that's fiasco is finally said and done. Uh, Six years, 200 mil with the twins. Um, This is a great deal. Money wise. That's for sure. Uh, They, I think in total are paying him 40 million more than the Mets final offer. But the last, um, there's like some weird, what is the term? vesting option or something? Yeah. So the last
0: four years, he has an option to earn 70 more million. So it's like, 2015, man, what is it? Is it 2015 15? So that's and 15. Is it no? It's like 25, 15, 15, 10, right? That's something like right, that. something like that. Anyways, and it's all based on at bat plate appearances from the previous season. It's like 505 is the first year, and then it slightly goes down. The last years from that, but also the twins have a team option at the same time. So like, right. even if he doesn't make that criteria, if they want to keep him, they can. And it's like for less than 20 million, which at that point is a really good deal. I love this deal. I think it's the best shortstop deal. And I understand that there's worries about Correa's leg and and how long his longevity, but I mean, you only have him for six years, right? Like, yeah, right. You only have to keep
1: him for six years,
0: so yeah. I'm if you know if that actually happens, then you know you're on the docket for six years. But what? He's 27, right?
1: I think he was. I thought he was even older than that, 28, 29. But
0: okay, but even so, you don't have him much past 35 years old, right? Is like the basic like end of prime for most players. So you're not you're not really stretching it a lot. You're not paying him that much. And on the upside, like if he is healthy, man's a top five shortstop for sure. So I, I just right. love the upside and the downside is not too happy.
1: Another uh, plus side about the contract is the six years are front loaded as well. So I think the first two, maybe three are like 35 mil and then it just it decreases from there. So uh, it's obviously um, easier when contracts are front loaded like that because then towards the end of his career, you can complement him with uh, other players if needed. Another contract here. This time in football, Rokon Smith. He got the bag: five years, hundred million dollars. That's twenty mil a year, sixty mil in total guaranteed. That's the highest uh, contract for an outside linebacker or off-ball linebacker, how they put it. I think um, that's crazy. In total, in terms of uh, money per year at twenty mil, and in terms of total guarantee that's sixty, those are the highest values of a linebacker.
0: Yeah, I mean, this man is good. And, like,
1: very good. Think, let's think about the
0: Ravens' defense here, right? They're, you know, Humphrey and they still, is Peter still on a contract for another year? I believe. And then, I believe so. And then you got Hamilton. If he turns out to be what he kind of showed this year, and you got Roquan, it's just like they're just build, 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 build. Their defense is going to be absolutely stacked. And if Lamar comes back healthy and they can maybe throw another receiver, I think. That's got to be a big team for DeAndre, right? that has got to be looking into it. It's a guy like that, you pair him with with Bateman as the two and they're in their a rushing game with that defense, like you're loving your life. If if
1: that's Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Ravens and Cardinals doing another wide receiver trade? <laughs> that would be <laughs> funny. They just there. just trade Hollywood Brown and now they're going to give the Ravens DeAndre Hopkins. It's, that would be funny. I think that Broncos got to be in play for that too, right? Broncos got to be like in play.
0: There's multiple teams in play. Multiple like, teams. I mean, there's, there's a lot. The kids are there. in play, for sure.
1: Right. More NFL news. Two coaches have been fired already. That's Lovey Smith after one season with the Texans and Cliff Kingsbury uh, for the Cardinals, seven months after he received a seven-year extension. Kingsbury, um, to me, that makes sense. He was the coach there for four years. Three of those four years, he went under 500. Um Actually, two of those four years. One year he went 500, and uh, last year he went 11 and six. I anticipated them, you know, maintaining that or even taking another step forward this year, and that just definitely wasn't the case. Even with Kyler, they were struggling and not looking very good. So I don't think you can really use the Kyler injury at the end of the year as an excuse for him, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think if they were looking good going into, like you said, if they were looking good right. going into that Kyler injury and then it happened, like that's one thing, but you can tell there's there's a disconnect between Kyler and Cliff at this point, and given Sean Payton being on the market right now and like getting first shot at him before teams like LA and Dallas possibly fire their coach, if you can if you can get lucky and outbid Denver or make a big play like that and get Sean Payton like right now, you I mean that's the biggest part of this is makes sense is just that candidate availability and. And Peyton wanted to be in a big market on the West Coast.
1: Yeah, those are good thoughts. lovey Smith, I was not really okay with this. Um, he was—I mean, he was given the team knowing it was going to be in a rebuild. I mean, that was the obvious. That was obvious from the get-go. Uh, this is two years in a row now. that Texans have fired their coach after one year, and both seasons were obvious rebuild seasons. So I don't—I don't get why these coaches are being punished for. I mean they did exactly what they were supposed to do in my eyes.
0: Yeah, I how should I put this? I I know all I need to know about the Texans organization based on firing two coaches after one year. I we might have talked about this Agreed. previously, but but I just if that's what you're going for and that's the type of hire that you're going for, it just tells me what I need to know about your organization. And maybe they were just trying to you know, bridge it till they got a quarterback and then get the coach they wanted or just, but it's like, you're you're looking worse. Every time you're looking worse and you're getting worse candidates who want to come. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I mean, we, we kind of know this, right? We, we've had a lot of conversations about the type of coaching jobs you would take and you wouldn't take. And obviously it's on a micro level compared to the NFL, but like, I, there's lots of colleges like in this area that, Maybe I could get a coaching job at, but I I don't want to given the outlook,
1: right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the same for the Texans.
0: Yeah. Yeah, It's like, who wants to go there? Like, there's no way you're getting any of these up and coming guys that have offensive minds. Like, you're not, you're not going to get Sean Payton. No. Yeah. I I don't know if you would even get like the Kevin O'Connell hires of last year. You're not right. getting Jim Harbaugh. You're, you're not getting any of any, any of those big guys. So it's like you have set your own organization
1: up for failure with how bad you've handled things. Yeah, they're definitely a, a poor franchise, poorly run franchise, I should say. That's for sure. One last headline here. Uh, we're not going to cover all of it because it's a lot, but the inaugural Players All-Pro Team was announced today. Uh, the NFLPA... Is going to be announcing this every year. Just, uh, just the first team. Um, again, they'll still announce. The media will still the fifty media members, or however they do it, will still vote, and those all-pro teams will come out. Those will still be the official ones. But it's still interesting to look at this list and see who the players themselves voted for. Right. Um, again, we're not going to go through all of them because they, you know, you know all-pro. They go through every position here. Some surprises to me though. I would say Darius Slay was voted as one of the two corners. Uh, I'm not sure if he. I don't believe that he was top two corner this year. Uh, that's my personal belief. Aaron Donald. Uh, I know he only played eleven games, uh, but to, for him to be on there, he had to just be thrown on there because of his name. In my eyes, I, I there's got to be what Spinny, You and I talked about this earlier today off air. What Quentin Williams and Deron Payne were two guys that immediately came to mind that could have taken yeah. that spot. And I guess one other thing would maybe be wide receiver. Devonta Adams was the second one instead of Tyree Hill. Uh, yeah, that's like not Devontae terrible, was but...
0: obviously a baller this year and right. everything that goes along with that. But like they didn't make the playoffs; they were pretty bad. Hill got in the playoffs. You know that that whole argument, as well as Hill having more yards and just like being and more catching you know. and more catches. So that was one. Also, Micah Parsons not being in there that kind of surprised me a lot. Obviously, he had a little down into the year, but i don't know i didn't even notice
1: that yeah i'm still probably taking him
0: over miles garrett if you're putting him on the edge given the team comparison and given the impact outside of pass rushing parsons obviously is a way bigger impact outside of pass rushing and still has only two and a half less sacks than garrett
1: yeah yeah that's a good point too i didn't even notice that he was left off when i first looked at this list but yeah if you guys are interested in uh, seeing the whole list just do a quick Quick Google search, search on Twitter, whatever. It'll pop up. It's everywhere. So go check that out. Now we're going to talk NFL season, uh, the 2022 season here. Just kind of like a a brief recap. We're going to go first here. We're going to go through the stat leaders. Uh, So, Spinny, let's start with uh, the passing leaders. Mahomes, we're going yards first here. Mahomes, one. Herbert, two. Brady, three. Kirk Cousins, four. Let's go. Joe Burrow, five. And then passing touchdowns, Mahomes, one, Allen, two, Burrow, three, Geno Smith, four, and Kirk Cousins and Jared Goff tied for fifth. Uh, Spinning, what do you make out of these uh, top five passers?
0: Kirk O'Chains, baby. That's Let's fine. go! It. He's on top it's five. Right Kirk. Like, uh, even at the beginning of the year this year, it looked like Kirk was going to have a not good year. His first seven games were not good compared to – the last uh, 10. So that was a big come up for him. Obviously Jefferson is a huge asset and he has weapons all around, but you got to give credit where credit is due. And Kirk has played well this year and our defense has been terrible, terrible. So like a a team with a terrible defense that goes 13 and four, where does the credit got to go? It's like, it's gotta be Kirk, right? You know, I mean, Jefferson and Kirk, like they're the main, um ounces for credit and and honestly delvin cook slightly underperformed what is normally expected of him this year as well so it's I, I just big
1: credit to kirk and, and it was a
0: nice step up to see from him no matter what happens in the playoffs
1: plus uh third tied for third uh times most sacked for quarterbacks this year kirk and he still was top five in yards and touchdowns for passing so that was awesome to see geno smith obviously that's a standout surprise there 30 touchdowns at Crazy year for Geno Smith, and and he led him to the playoffs. So shout out him, and he probably won his job. And I would anticipate him being the QB again next year. To be honest, maybe we'll see. But they have a top five pick, right? So
0: we'll right. see what goes on with, with that.
1: All, but. With all those holes you need on the defensive end, it's almost like you got a team. You got a quarterback that just led you to the playoffs. Still got all your offensive weapons coming back, and DK and Kenneth. Uh, I, in my opinion, they should tune up their defense here with this pick. But yeah, like you said, we'll see what happens. There's obviously good quarterbacks in the draft.
0: But let's be real, right? Like if if Young or or uh, Levis or Stroud falls, like you you know, you, if you like one of those guys and and they fall, you scared, gotta take it. You yeah. gotta take them, right? Franchise uh, changing quarterbacks are obviously the most important thing to have.
1: For sure. That's for sure. On to rushing now. Rush yards. Jacobs was one. Henry two. Chubb three. Saquon four. Miles Sanders, fifth. Oh, that one kind of surprised me. I didn't didn't. My fantasy take of high. the
0: year, baby. Miles Sanders. People always be sleeping on him. Got him this year. Paid off for me for once. Did
1: not play did not pay off in the fantasy playoffs as we discussed last week, though. No. Rushing touchdowns, Jamal Williams led with 17. Wow, second was Eckler. Well, tied for second was actually Eckler, Henry, and Hertz with thirteen. So he had a four-touchdown lead. That's incredible. Touchdown That's a game, small. Literally a touchdown a game. That is insane. And Chubb rounds out the top five with uh, twelve touchdowns. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I already said, Miles Sanders to me was one of the biggest prizes sneaking into the top five in rushing yards, and then obviously Jamal Williams seven seventeen, 17 is is by far the biggest surprise there. Yeah,
0: Jamal was 7th in rushing yards as well with 1,066. So 7th in yards and 1st in touchdowns for a guy that really wasn't looked at to be the starter, really, early in the year. Like he was going to get more red zone touches, but it seemed like it was going to be more of a 65-35 split, and he ends up top 7 in rushing and 1st in touchdowns.
1: Huge shout-out to Jamal Williams this year. For sure. Receiving. We got Jets, obviously, our boy. Most catches, Tyreek second, Kelsey third, Diggs fourth, and Eckler and Lamb tied for fifth with 107. That is crazy that a freaking running back has 107 catches. That is nuts. PPR absolute
0: absolute boss. (laughs) PPR
1: machine, Austin Eckler. That's for damn sure.
0: 55 points on the year just in catches. Crazy.
1: Yeah. Like what? Ridiculous. Um. Yards, receiving yards, though, same two leaders, uh, Jets and Tyreek, one and two. Adams, three. A.J. Brown, four. Von Diggs, five. Uh I'll even throw in receiving touchdowns here. Adams led the way with 14. Uh, that's maybe why he snuck in there over Tyreek on the all-pro. Uh, Kelsey had 12. A.J., Diggs, and Kittle round out the top five all tied with 11 touchdowns. That's incredible for Kittle to have 11 after starting the season so slow. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he had, if you had
0: him later in the fantasy season, you were loving your life.
1: I mean, he had at least two or three games towards the end here with two touchdowns. Yeah. So, yeah, crazy crazy run for him. And I kind of anticipated that with Purdy uh, coming in as QB. Um, you're obviously going to throw more shorter passes, safer passes, and a guy going across the middle, uh, tight end position, uh, that's usually – you know what i'm saying mr
0: mr relevant future nfc champion brocky p baby
1: what (laughs) (laughs) that's a little spoiler for what we been we're gonna talk about later this episode damn that's crazy Spinny. let's move on though to our surprises and disappointments of the season Uh, who was one player that stood out to you as a surprise. This is not a surprise, but I just
0: put it on here because I was tired of the dissing of this man. Given Ooh, who's that the crap he had to endure in his first year.
1: Who do you think it is? Crap he had to endure in his first year. Right? Mm-hmm. That's There's a truth. lot of people that could be. No guess. No guess. I just want. I just want to hear your your, your spiel here. The future,
0: man, I don't want to make this comparison because that's terrible, but <laughs> future top five quarterback in the league, Trevor Lawrence, absolutely balled out this year. 4,100 yards, 25 TDs, eight picks, 66% completion percentage and a 95 rating. That is after a very slow start to the year as well for Jacksonville. Finished the year last Nine games, 15, eight games, 15 touchdowns, two interceptions for Trevor Lawrence. Absolutely balled off to the end of the year. Got the Jags in the playoffs. Vindicated my takes about him that he was still going to be a future top five quarterback. And we've seen it this year. Like, not consistently, maybe. But there's been some damn good flashes where you're yes. like, holy cow. Still makes mistakes. Still, you know. Little raw, but still young. He's still this young. This is essentially his rookie season, as far as coaching goes. He finally got a coach who knows how to coach the quarterback position in 2023, twenty twenty three, two, three, and yeah, just looked absolutely amazing this year. Huge shout out to Trevor Lawrence. If you were sleeping on him with Urban Meyer, you suck. You suck. Yeah, Urban
1: Meyer sucks. Urban, Urban Meyer sucks. sucks. I'm actually going to talk about a quarterback as well, and and that's Jared Goff. Uh, he's, yeah. he's another guy, kind of like Geno, that maybe won himself an extra year being the starter. Uh, we'll see what these what these teams do in the draft, having uh, high picks from other teams, aka the Lions have the Rams, and like you said, the Seahawks obviously have the Broncos pick. Uh, but Jared Goff, sixth in passing yards this year at 4,438 yards, tied for fifth, like we already said, in touchdowns at 29. He only had seven picks, too. You know, he's usually been like a, Pretty much a turnover machine, put it lightly, in, in his career so far. But this was not the case this year. He was sixth in QB rate uh, out of quarterbacks with at least 400 attempts. So not, not – like I noticed like Jimmy Garoppolo was ahead of him. So like not counting guys like that that got hurt and o- only played a handful of games. He was sixth in QB rate at 99.3. So, yeah, shout out to Jared Goff. And that's a huge reason why the Lions went above 500 for the first time in how long? Two top fifteen picks for Detroit, as well as
0: Jameson Williams, who we saw in Spurts, looks ridiculous. Like like there's some ridiculous yeah. deep threat potential from him. Um, as well as two more picks coming back for the Lions. So I think I definitely think off gets another year, and I definitely think the Lions could even turn around more than they already did, especially if they spend A couple of those high picks on the on the high end pass rushers they got to pair with Aiden Hutchinson. Like if if we get a Will Anderson Aiden Hutchinson combo or something like that,
1: why? Why are you putting that? I know. I know. Speak that into existence. I know. Like what?
0: Like that's not what we're looking
1: for. We already have to deal with the Bears potentially taking a guy like that. Like since they already yeah. have field. So.
0: Bears are bears could trade back twice and end up with three top 20 picks.
1: Literally. Literally could. Who's your other surprise, Spinny, of the season?
0: Other surprise of the season is Devontae Smith. Guy, I didn't know if he would back up what he did his first year. Um, I had more confidence in Jalen Waddell, a guy who balled out again as well. But I just had a little less confidence in Devontae. He was ninth in receiving yards in the league, uh, 1196, 95 receptions, and seven touchdowns. Um, a couple of, essential I'm giving him 1,200 yards, basically two 1,200 yard receivers um, on Philadelphia. So huge credit to them. And Crazy
1: and, uh, considering how much they run.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so Devontae really, really ball out a huge uh, yards per catch guy this year. So it was nice to see him um, show out as much as I. Thought he wouldn't back it up. So gotta be proud to him though. Yeah, he's a good
1: one for sure. That's my that's another one of my boys, Alabama. <laughs> I oh,
0: love I to just regret
1: that. I love just calling it out whenever I can. You know that. This guy though did not play for my squad Alabama. He's a house state alum rookie, Garrett Wilson. That's my other surprise of the season. I knew he was good. I knew he could put up these type of numbers. So that's not why I'm surprised. But the fact that he did it on the Jets with three different starting quarterbacks this season is incredible. He finished with 83 yard- catches, I should say, 1,103 yards and four touchdowns. Over 1,000 yards as a rookie with three different quarterbacks. That's that's incredible. That's there's that's all that needs to be said about him.
0: I mean, it's not quite the J-Jets 14, 16, 18, but it's pretty good.
1: Come on, we're talking Jay Jets. Yeah. He's one of a kind. True. How about disappointments, Spinny? I know Does there it, had to be somebody disappointed do
0: Disappointments? Debo Samuel, man. I mean, yes. again, we're going to go back to an injury, so I understand part of that. But he still started 12 games, played in 13, 56 receptions for 632 yards and only two touchdowns. I'm going to give you some context here for this. Dallas Goddard on the season only played in – Twelve games, so one less essentially. Fifty-five yards, fifty-five catches, seven hundred and two yards. Okay, more than more than Debo in less games. Uh, Cooper Cup only played in nine games, three and a half less games than Debo had sixty-five more yards than him, as well as Jacoby Myers who only played in one more game than Debo and had almost hundred and fifty more yards, eight hundred and four, as well as sixty-seven catches and six touchdowns four more touchdowns on the patriots offense than debo had on the niners offense so again why do you, part of this so, was injuries but debo did not even play well when he was healthy early in the year
1: so why time. my question to you is why do you think this was the case like why did he like you said some of it is cuz of injury but he struggled when he when he did play when he was healthy like why why is that the case
0: yeah. I don't know if the offensive integration of him being different this year made a difference or I don't exactly know what it was, but um, yeah, definitely something changed in the way the offense was called.
1: I know he only played what, two games, maybe three, but he also, you know, this is also a guy that had three different quarterbacks this year. Maybe that had sure. something to do with it. Um, the trade of McCaffrey, maybe. So like you said, obviously lots of weapons that. with Mitchell right. and
0: Allen, McCaffrey and Kittle and, can and all that. I, I
1: was gonna say Ayuk took a nice uh year three step forward this year finish with above a thousand yards. So a lot of lot of different factors there. But yeah, definitely a disappointing season for Depot Samuel to say the least. My guy is Gabe Davis. Now he in terms of his career uh had a good season. He had the most catches and yards in his career and tied for the most touchdowns. He had forty eight catches, eight hundred and thirty-six yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, I expected more from this. I expected more. I, I really did. I expected for sure over a thousand yards. I thought he would flirt with the uh, 10 touchdowns. Seven is still good. That's solid to see. But to be under a thousand yards, I definitely did not anticipate that. I thought for sure he was going to take a huge leap this year, and it just didn't happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, I still think there's going to be a lot of betting on him going into next year, but it wasn't for quite sure
1: you wanted to see. He's still young, he's still paired up with. One of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. So, you know, maybe next year is the year that he takes that step forward. Do you have any other disappointments?
0: Yeah, Russ. Like, we got to talk about it again. I'm sorry. You know, I got (laughs) to relive my crap Denver take, but 16 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, played in 15 games, 3,500 yards. QBR for the season,
1: zero to 100.
0: QBR of. Let me guess. Go
1: ahead. QBR, well, I know he was ridiculously bad this year, and it goes to 100. Um, let me say 28.
0: 36. But in context, if you spike the ball, it's, a, it's in, in passer rating, it's 0. .39. So in QBR, it's about 20, 19, if you just spike the ball. So we're looking at just twice better than just spiking the ball horrible season from russ and i hope they get a coach that can get him to run again and get him to be the guy that he was that we even a little bit saw in week 17 or 18 with that pass to jerry judy he was kind of like outside yeah. the pocket and hummed it that's what we need to see more of from russ and if we can get a coach that can scheme that out i
1: have a little more faith still despite the cheesy no, for sure cheesiness that is russ you gotta still have faith i mean this guy's super Bowl champion. And I do, like you said, I do think a lot of it falls on to Nathaniel Hackett and just being a terrible coach. Uh, His scheme just did not fit Russell's play. And hopefully they can get a new coach in there and and turn things around. And if they
0: get a guy like Sean Payton that can stand up to Russell, be like, hey, here's the deal. That's another thing, too. I got this proven – I'm proven. Like, I'm good. And you were bad last year, so you got to change. That's the kind of situation that
1: needs to happen. For sure. My last guy I want to talk about, Joe Mixon, 814 yards, only 3.9 yards per carry and seven touchdowns. This was his worst season since 2017, which was his rookie year. This was just, I don't know. This is a guy that was one of the best running backs in the league last year. And to not even get over four yards of carry or even 1,000 yards rushing on that good of an offense, uh, that's definitely extremely disappointing to me. And it makes you wonder how they were able to keep winning all these games when the rush game has been this bad. I know. So, yeah, I, mean, I mean, that that's something to watch, obviously. Big uh, ball, BBB, Big Balls Burrow. Now. Yeah, Big he's Balls been, Burrow, I guess. He's been hooping. He took care of business, but you know in the playoffs, you got to get that rush game established. That's yeah. one of the biggest keys in the playoffs. Last, so.
0: last year's wild card round, five of the six teams that led the game in rushing won the game. Obviously, there was a couple of blowouts, so there was more rushing in the end. But if you can if you can run the
1: ball and stop the run, it still holds true in the playoffs. For sure, for sure. Last little recap piece here. We're going to talk about teams that Spini and I were spot on and teams that we were way far off on based on our preseason predictions. Uh, so, yeah, essentially, this is a mini Fat L and Big dub segment, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> But just to rattle off some of my teams that I was just way off on, obviously the Broncos, I had them going eleven and six. They went five and twelve, almost a complete flip there. This one was a complete flip I had the Raiders also going eleven six. They went six and eleven. Uh, some other ones those are AFC ones that stood out to me. NFC ones that. Again, complete flip here. I thought, like I said, that the Cardinals were going to take another step forward this year. 13 and 4, I ended up having them go, and they went 4 and 13. That is crazy. Rams, another complete flip. 12 and 5, they went 5 and 12. And the Seahawks, obviously, I was low on them coming in. 3 and 14 is what I predicted, and they went 9 and 8, man, the playoffs.
0: Yeah, a couple of similar ones there for me. I had the Colts. Um, in the playoffs at nine and eight, obviously they were terrible. Broncos eleven and six—that looked ter- that looks ridiculous. Rams and Packers both underachieving in the NFC. I had um, wrong on Seattle four and thirteen again. I had them. They they made the playoffs. Uh, yeah, Denver definitely was the worst one for me, but. Couple of bad ones. Uh, I had the Dolphins a little over eleven and six, but still put them in the right seat in the playoffs. And the Ravens, I had them at 13 and four. Um, and they ended up not winning their division. And the Bengals. I had the Bengals 19 and 8. So or 19 and 8. 19. Nine and eight. Whoa. Nine and eight. I had the Bengals nine and eight. And obviously they did much better than that. So a couple of big L's for me on that one. That's, Wins. That oh, one well.
1: is before you uh transition to teams you got right. That is a little surprising to me considering how high you are on the Bengals now.
0: I not know. I'm
1: going to be in the, the year, though.
0: I just, now that they've done it for two years in a row and the way Burroughs talked this year, like literally the Super Bowl window when they asked him and he said, It's <laughs> the entire time I'm here.
1: Yeah. Just, he's got that confidence. He
0: backs that shit up. He really he does. He it up. So, like, I just, I love Joe Burrow and he's sold me this year on them way more. I'm going to be. High on them in the future for sure. And Ravens obviously changed a little bit when Bateman got hurt and then Lamar got hurt and then they yeah. didn't have any quarterback or receivers. Uh, Bucks, I also had 13 and four. They ended up eight and nine. So that was a nice big L as well. Um, wins,
1: 49ers, two seed, 13 and four. Exactly direct prediction. This one was really surprising to me because I did not anticipate them seeing, winning 13 games. I did not see that. Zero chance of of that happening in my eyes. And you got that spot on. So shout out to you. Yeah, I I love them going in. Kansas
0: City, 14 and three is the one seed. Had that exactly right. Um, I had Bills, uh, 14 and three. They went 13 and three, obviously. So that one was pretty close as well. Vikes, um, 12 and five. Eagles, 12 and five. Both those teams did well, even a little better than I uh, estimated. So, a couple of good close ones in there and Niners and KC both exactly right.
1: Yeah, those are good ones for sure. Unlike you, I was high on the Bengals coming in. I had them going 13 and four. They went 12 and four. You know, same same with you and the Bills situation there. Texans anticipated them being terrible. They were. I had them going three and 14. They went three, 13 and one. So, that's, you know, that's almost the same there. I was exactly right on the Dolphins. I had them going nine and eight and they went nine and eight. Uh, to the NFC, just like you, I had the Bikes going 12 and 5. They obviously went 13 and 4. I had the Lions going 8 and 9. They went 9 and 8. So that was another very close one. And then two other ones that was spot on were the Bears, 3 and 14. And that's what they went. And then the Panthers, 7 and 10. And that's also what they went. So yeah, it's just interesting to look back and uh, see how brutally wrong we were in some places and how actually spot on we were in other places. Yeah, more right. More. I had to pull up the old. Uh picked every game schedule from yeah. the beginning, but
0: um it was more right for wrong than me, pretty much. I was I was pleasantly surprised even though we had a couple of really bad takes. But other than that, we, yeah, I think we uh we did decently well in the NFL this year on like college football. Look you just
1: had to throw that in there huh?
0: I mean, come on. We goodness gracious. I'm sorry Artie's and Ardos. like we gotta do better next year. Like that was some
1: crap. I'll do more research, Artie's and Artos. I'm sorry. We apologize. We apologize for our last four or five weeks. Our first half of the college football season was great.
0: Yeah, we were both up and looking good, and then it was just. So,
1: yeah, absolutely.
0: Tough one. one Spinny.
1: Is it about that time
0: or what? About that time for a theme song.
1: Smitty's just being weird. <laughs> yeah. usual. I had trip
0: Jack out. Um, I hope you enjoyed our theme song, though. Uh, we just sat and made fun of each other during it because that's how it is. But another uh, credit to Jack Donovan, our, uh, our 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 episode theme song creator, also created this trivia theme song. So, again, links will be in the bios, but big shout out to him
1: uh, for all that preparation he did. Yeah, for sure. Shout, shout out Jack. That is an amazing name, by the way. I must say, I wish he had a different name, but that was a <laughs> great guy. Well, as y'all can see now, we are joined by guest Chase Richter. Damn, Chase, is this your first time being on the pod since that mock draft when I really roasted you, even though I was completely wrong? Yeah, it's probably been been about then since
2: I've been on. Yeah, I think this has got to be my fourth or fifth time though. So,
1: oh, for sure, also- definitely. More- I-
0: also, Chase dubbing all of us in the basketball fantasy draft
1: league. Yeah, uh, we're well, uh,
0: rolling seed I'm in that sure league definitely. as well.
1: I hate that league, dude. That <laughs> that league sucks.
2: Yeah, that I'm not sure is- which. Uh, I'm not sure which episode that was, but you guys need to go check out that mock basketball draft because I think I'm sitting ten and two, and uh, that that championship's looking nice.
1: Wow! It also helped that you got whatever you got for Steph Curry, just a ridiculous haul. You got Donovan Mitchell and something else too. Yeah. Just something stupid to start the season to put you yeah. over the top. But, yeah, that your was team big
0: one, but we're going to make up for that uh, dub by dubbing you in this uh, trivia segment. So I'm going to let Bus go first this time though. Cause I'm tired. Of okay.
1: Calling. I will go first. Once I make my little scorecard here. Okay. My easy question. Despite being known for their rushing ability, these two quarterbacks were sacked the most times in the NFL this year. Name one of the two. And there was obviously a hint in the beginning of the way I said that question. Do I get two yeses? No, you get one yes. Oh. You, know, you, only, you only get one guess, but you only have to name one of the two, obviously. You don't have to name both of them. I got my guess. I I got a guess, too.
0: Justin Fields.
1: Okay. Chase, what's your guess?
2: I was going to say Russell Wilson.
1: And you guys got both of them, so
0: correct. Nice. Those were the two.
1: Let's get it. All right, my
0: easy question. Who leads the NFL in yards per touch on the season? This could be receptions, rushing. any Any touch from the line of scrimmage is counted and divided by total yards from scrimmage. Yards per touch.
2: I assume they had to have quite a few touches to be qualified for this, correct?
0: Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's, it's an easy question. Yeah.
1: I mean, I got two guys instantly coming to mind. Yeah. Which one is it though? Man.
2: I got two or three options, too, but I don't know which one I want to go with. Boss, I'll let you go first whenever you're ready. Or just,
1: yeah. Man, I'm going to be so mad if it's the other option here. I'm going to go Tyreek Hill.
2: (sighs) It's obviously one of the guys I was thinking of. I was gonna go between him and JJ. Even thought Waddle might be up there though, I'm gonna go with. Uh, we're just gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with the same with uh, Tyreek.
0: Man, you messed up, Jace. Is Justin Jefferson? Damn. Justin Jefferson, thirteen point nine. I just
2: figured he got he got gets a quite year. a few uh, short receptions as well, so I just figured that might drag him down a little bit, but. All right, we're in the right area.
0: All right, what do you got, Chase?
2: All right, my uh, easy question here: Which NBA team has the most players in the Hall of Fame?
0: This there's two options. There's only two options for this question, dude. I hate your guys' easy questions. This is ridiculous. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the other one that you don't pick, so you can pick first if you want. No, you're picking first. All right, if you're then. just
1: openly gonna go out and say I'm picking opposite of you, then you're definitely picking first.
0: Well, you got to pick opposite of me then, so at least one of no. us gets it,
1: right? What? No, I'm picking whoever I'm picking. It's. I mean, it, like you said, I'm gonna say the Boston. Year. Then we're gonna go with okay. the seas, and I was gonna go with the Lakers. Yeah. It is Boston. Let's go. I think I might that have to boycott pretty, the trivia game.
0: I think that was a 50 50 shot. That was a good question. It was a great yeah. question. It
1: was. I hate 50 50 shots for easy questions. It should be like a no doubter. Yards per touch. <laughs> Just ridiculous question. My medium question wild card round was established in 1980. That's a little context for y'all. How many wild card teams? Uh, This is one point for each. There's two questions, one point for each. Um, How many wildcard teams have won the Super Bowl, and who is the most recent? So those are your questions. Since 1980, so that's like 40 years, roughly, of of Super Bowls that are played in the wildcard area.
0: We're gonna say eight. You said won the Super Bowl or made the Super Bowl, sorry. Won
1: it. Won it.
0: We're going to say six, won the Super Bowl, and most recently was the Seahawks. No. We're going to say Giants. We're going to say Giants. 2011 Giants. That's the most recent one I know for sure. So six and 2011 Giants.
2: I'm going to say
1: five and the Giants spinney was the closest neither of you got it right either question right uh it's seven seven teams have won the Super Bowl the most recent I'm surprised Spinny, you didn't get this one is uh Tampa Bay bucks 2020 were the five seed the Saints oh, won the division won. that year
2: oh man that's always tough in
0: those yeah. I days. thought i thought the Bucs pulled that division out that that's my bad for they sure. were the
1: they were the five seed yep they had a I can't remember they beat in the first round, but then they, they went on the road to New Orleans and won in the second round. And then they also yeah. won on the road in the championship as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Did that not cross my mind. Question. My
0: medium question. Who has the most yards from scrimmage in the NFL?
1: This year? Yep. I'm a little ah, – Justin a little Jefferson. Jefferson a little concerned why it's a medium question that like kind of eliminates my first thought, in my eggs. I feel like that would be too easy of an answer. Um. Okay. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go Saquon Barkley. You're, you're going Jay Jets.
0: This man also led the league in rushing yards.
1: Jacobs. That That was my other option. That was my other option. It's all it's always a running back for scrimmage yards. Always. Yeah. I just I know. Yeah, I should have probably chose Jacobs. There we go. I had him. I should have known that.
2: All right. My medium question. All right. So what player. Holds the record for most consecutive double-doubles in one season since the NBA-ABA merger.
1: Spain, didn't we have this question one time? I feel like we did, actually. I swear to God we did. I know, we too. You so, said since the NBA-ABA merger, most consecutive double-doubles in one season. Who yeah, is I think Correct? I know who it is.
2: I really hope that I didn't ask this question in a previous episode. No, it wasn't you. Do you know? Do you this know the answer? It's it's Kevin Love, isn't it? Yeah, it's Kevin Love. Is that your guys' finals?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Let's go. We had that definitely haven't so. asked that question before. That was asked by a different guest for sure.
1: It was George. Yeah, uh, it was George. Yeah. George, it was was so, George. so entering our hard round, right? That was, yeah. Entering our hard round, spinning has four. I have two and Chase has one, entering the hard Classic. round. Classic. Okay, Okay. <laughs> I have two options here. Two options? Think. What a rat. Because I just, I don't know, I couldn't decide which one I wanted to do, and I just feel like you guys aren't going to like either of these, but it's a hard question for a reason, right? Okay, we'll, we'll just stick with this one then. There's four teams that either have zero or only one. 4000 yard passer in NFL history name all four of them if you name 3 of the 4 I'll I'll give you a point
2: Can you really say What's
1: that you So in NFL history there are four teams that have zero or one 4000 yard passer only uh, two of them have zero two of them have one name all four of these teams and like I said, if you name if you can name three of the four, I'll give you at least one point then. Now I think about it, I think my other question was way worse. So I'm glad I did this one. This is doable. It really is. If you just you just think hard about it. Teams that don't pass, or a lot, don't pass a lot. I should say. Yeah, I have, I have
0: three of four. We're we're making
2: four guesses. Correct. Four teams. Yep.
0: Jets. Seattle. The Bears. And. This is the one I don't have yet. Um, and Washington. No, that's not, not Washington.
1: Oh, and Carolina. Carolina. So, so, Benny's got Bears, Jets, Carolina, and crap. I can't remember your other team. Seattle. 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 Chase, what do you got? All right. I got Bears,
2: Browns, Titans,
1: and we'll go with the Jets. Neither of you got full credit. Chase gets one point, though. He did get three out of four. Spinny only got two out of four. Bears and Jets have zero. Four thousand yard passers in their history. Notice how I emphasize NFL because you go back to the AFL. Joe Namath was the only one uh, in the Jets franchise history as a whole, and the two teams with only one would be the Eagles and the Browns. The Eagles—that one is uh, really surprising to me.
2: Eagles, really? Eagles,
1: and Browns. So that's why I said it, it, it was kind is of doable. It at least. I didn't. I don't remember honestly. Okay. I didn't write down the, the ones, but... You would have yeah, I, would have got it a couple times, yeah. Yeah, I figured that question was uh, kind of doable, though, because you, if you think about it, like Bears, Jets, Browns, like, yeah. of those teams have really had passers in our lifetime, at least. So
0: That was a good one. Um, okay, <laughs> who has the most fumbles returned for a touchdown in the NFL this year? This person has two, is the only one in the NFL with two fumbles returned for <laughs> touchdowns.
1: Oh, this is gonna make me so mad! I me mean, tell me.
2: Oh my gosh. Well, uh, Vikings players should have had two in one game, but
1: I actually know this because I. Do you? Swear, I swear, I've known. I know this because I saw both of them happen. Oh no! I'm not gonna get it. Fumbles, 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 fumbles. Then you're going to eventually have to calm me down here.
0: Five, four, three, two, and one.
1: Let's go. Let's go. um, Nick Bosa, final answer.
2: I I will go with. Man, this is a tough one, Spinny. I'm just going to go with Micah Parsons.
0: Okay, both wrong. I will give you a second guess. I will give you a second guess for one point, and I will give you another hint. It was one of the teams mentioned in
1: Jack's hard question. Oh. I think I know who it is now. I think I know who it is. You shouldn't have said that, Spiney. That actually gave it away to me. So I'm what pretty sure we talked. I'm almost positive we talked about this dude before we started recording. Me and you. Uh, Chase, you got to give an answer first because I'm pretty confident <laughs> in this one. I'm pretty confident in this one. Yeah, uh, Sauce Gardner. No, nope. that, that is the right. That is the right parameters there. Uh, Hassan Reddick, Philadelphia no. Eagles. No. Denzel
0: what? Ward, cornerback
1: for the Browns.
0: Two fumbles really on the season.
1: Really? Because I I think Hassan was towards the top and in, in just fumbles in general. I believe. Um, and I know we had talked about him before we started airing about how his standout season this year. So I just. Oh, I was so that confident. Was that was a good one. That's a good question. All right. Chase? All right. If I get this right and spinny gets it wrong, I win by one point. Four to two to two right now. Yeah, you're L in that, though. Yeah.
2: All right. For the hard question, That's- I went with a little twins, Minnesota Twins history. Shout oh, out to so he's getting this
0: wrong. I have a chance then.
2: Shout out the twins for signing the boy, Carlos Correa. Uh, we'll see how that <laughs> pans out down the road, but uh, I'm glad to have him back. Anyways, Carlos Correa's 22 home runs last season were the second most by a twin shortstop in franchise history. Who holds the record?
1: Ooh. Man, I feel like this might be a trick question.
0: I do too. By answer, right. so we,
1: I think we have the same guy then probably. Cause like that's the only one that comes to my mind. I, know,
0: me too.
2: I will say I don't think it's a trick question. But can you give us the inner lifetime hit? Uh no. Cause I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if that can we give it away. Ooh, that does help me. That
0: means my answer is not right. Shortstop. I don't know any friends
1: shortstop. So is
2: it? And I guess I don't know like how this was, like if they played other positions and stuff. I so I don't think. I don't that's, think why, was, I don't that's why think I don't think maybe. It was a trick I think person. this is just pretty. I think it's pretty straight up, but I'm not sure. So
1: 22, you said was Correa last year.
2: Yep, second most in franchise history for a uh, shortstop. I'm not doing.
1: gonna get this right. I'm not gonna get it right either. I I now feel like it's not in our lifetime, which, or it's at least borderline.
0: I don't know any twin shortstops from before our lifetime. No, lie. I mean it.
2: A- it absolutely has to be within our lifetime. I would have to think. I'll give you that.
1: God, still all right. I got my well, guess. I don't confused. think it's right, but I'm <laughs> it. You got a guess, boss? Um. Let's go – God, what's his name? Doesn't he talk with uh? – isn't he on the TV nowadays too? Um, Roy – Roy Small, Smalley? Is that how you say his last name? You guys know what I'm talking about? I don't know what you're talking person. about. Yeah, he's on the TV nowadays, isn't he? Or no? Maybe I'm tripping, making that up. That's my guy. Screw it. We're I'm going to say this. Jorge Polanco. That that was my guy. Yeah. Know. Finals? Yeah, finals.
2: Yeah, that, I that's Spinny, You're wrong. Bus, you're right. Uh, I did. I'm not, right. Oh, yeah. Roy
1: Smalley. <laughs> Let's go, Spinny. <laughs> Let's
2: go. I didn't really think about that. That Polanco, technically, probably. I don't even know how many he had. If, or if he was batting or playing second the most that season, where he had a bunch of home runs. But no, I think I think that year he was shortstop. I do that's too. That's what I so mean. They, that's what I mean. The question could have been a little flawed. I'm not sure, but. I mean, wow. yeah, Roy, Roy Smalley obviously played in our lifetime, I think, but uh, at the
1: buzzer spinny at the buzzer.
2: Good, good pull, bus. I did not think Hold you guys were going to get that,
1: that. L. how did you no, find? I, I actually, I actually had no faith in my. I answer.
2: literally Googled I was the only old guy I MLB trivia, and that was one of the first
1: questions. <laughs> MLB trivia. Yeah, I suppose the long about way of finding it, Spinny is. Um, just Googling most home runs in a season by a Twins player and then figuring out who's shortstop and not. Oh, That's man. crazy. That's tough for you, Spinny. Even tougher for Chase. That last. Wow, Chase.
0: Roy Smalley? Gosh. <laughs> just
1: pissed. All right, y'all. We're about to talk about the NFL playoffs. We're going to predict... Each round, um, so Brian Dover was a play.
0: second baseman when he hit all those homers.
1: Yeah, he's a oh, second yeah. baseman. Oh, okay. Um, you guys want to start in the AFC or NFC?
0: Your call.
2: Let's start in the uh, AFC, just because I think it's okay. A, little, a little less controversial.
1: AFC, we're starting the wild card round. Obviously, we got the Dolphins, seven seed at Bills, two seed. Ravens six seed at Bengals three seed and Chargers five at Jags four. Um, Who do y'all got? Chase, let's let's hear your takes
2: first. Um. So yeah, for AFC, um, I think the Buffalo and Miami matchup is obviously um, pretty easy debate there. Uh, I think Buffalo is going to stomp them. Uh, it just came out that Tua was. Uh, not gonna, out. yeah, so I mean, maybe that quarterback's gonna bring some some magic. Uh, into the we're playoff. talking
1: Skyler Thompson here, yeah,
2: no, no. um, against uh, the powerhouse offense with the Bills. Um, so no, I think Buffalo's gonna get an easy dub there. I don't even think we really have to go into that much. Um, Cincinnati and Baltimore, uh, that is an interesting matchup, I think. Um, obviously, you got is Lamar's practicing and playing, right? Did that come out this week?
0: No, Lamar is most likely not playing. Oh, he's not playing? He has not practiced yet. Oh, okay. questionable, but he has not practiced.
2: I got you. Okay, well then, no. um, I think Cincinnati probably uh, wins that. Baltimore is obviously notorious for their defense and a good team, so uh, division rival, division opponents are always tough. You know, third time they're seeing them this year. Um, And yeah, I think, but at the end of the day, I think uh, Cincinnati comes out with that win. Uh, the 4-5 with Jacksonville and the Chargers, that was a tough one for me. Um, I really, really like the Chargers. I thought they were going to be a lot better than they were this year. Um, they've kind of been a little disappointing uh, to me, but um, I ended up picking the Chargers. I just think uh, Justin Herbert's got a little more experience. Um. Maybe a little better offense. Um and I think they're just probably gonna sneak by. I think it should be a high scoring good game
1: though. So Spinny, what I tell you, man, I told you this man Chase was gonna come in here saying the Chargers are gonna win this game. I told <laughs> you that was gonna happen. I'm already knowing what Spinny picks, so I'll let you know, Chase. I picked the Jags. I, I'm with you on the Bills, Bengals. Same thoughts there. Uh I even if Lamar plays, I don't think the Ravens win. Um, Him missing that much time and then just coming back on short notice and playing that there's no rhythm there. There's really maybe even a loss of chemistry as well. So I think the Bengals pull that one out. Like you said, the Bills, that's a blowout um, in my eyes. But I got the Jags. Uh, Home field advantage here. Um, Yes, Herbert is more experienced in terms of just games played, but this man also has never made the playoffs. Uh, So he's going to be in the same boat as Trevor Lawrence uh I truly think this year even more than previous years it's really going to come down to home field. I really and I'm scared that's a little foreshadowing to my NFC predictions as well, but uh, I just don't see a, a, the road team coming in and winning especially when we already saw the Jaguars absolutely steamroll the Chargers this year 38 to 10.
0: All right y'all, before I uh before I talk about my Oh picks, god yeah, I told Bus about this pre- oh, God. pre-show, and Chase doesn't Chase doesn't know yet. But we're gonna play a little game for a shot. Okay, loser <laughs> between the three of us gets a shot. Um, so there's six playoff matchups this weekend. We are gonna play a little game of pick the spread. Okay, if you if you get the spread exactly correct, you get three points. If you are within plus or minus one, you get two points. If you're within plus or minus two, you get one point. Does that make sense, scoring system?
1: Okay. And
0: how how are you scored? So there's 18 total points, correct? Right. If either one of you gets to 13, then I lose and I take the shot. If neither of you gets to thirteen, then the lower between the two of you takes the shot.
1: Twelve. Let's make it twelve.
0: All right, I'll, I'll concede the twelve. All right. I like that it? Fair? Let's do it. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Okay,
0: we're gonna start with the AFC. So start the AFC, yep. Uh we're gonna go dolphins
1: bills. And, and we're allowed to say it from either perspective, right? As long yeah, as like it's to just it a correctly. number. It could be right. plus minus whatever. Right. Um. To rule out, and and you have the lines as of today, correct?
0: I have the lines as of FanDuel from 4 p.m. today.
1: Okay. I got an answer.
2: I got one. I'm okay. going 10. I was going to go Bills uh, favored by tw- 12.
0: Okay, so the line is 13 and a half. So half. zero for Bus and one point for Chase. Okay, second game. So We're going to go Chargers-Jags.
1: Man, this one's kind of stumping me. I don't know. Vegas, thanks to the favorite here. Um,
2: I got an answer.
1: I'm gonna go. Well, go Jags. I don't even know if this is like.
0: I just need a number. Doesn't it can you can right. not even. You no, don't I'm just even saying. Know. I just.
1: I don't even know if this is a line that I've ever even seen in the NFL. I'm just going scoring one and a half.
0: Chase?
1: I'm going to go.
2: Uh, Jags are favored by three.
1: Jags one and a half, though.
0: It is Chargers favored by two and a half.
1: Wow. Two and a half.
0: So to me, that's two points for Chase and two points for Buss. Yep. Am I correct? Okay. So three to two in favor of Chase. Last AFC game Ravens Bengals. Given they knew the they knew the the Lamar didn't practice today was known when this line was made.
1: Bangles minus Bangles minus ten. Bangles
2: twelve.
0: It is Bengals minus eight and a half. Damn,
2: I was gonna say nine. I okay, get so... one point done.
0: One point for bus, zero for Chase. It is three to three. We're going to change our scale. If you, if either That's of you what I thought, too. To, if either of you gets to 10, I will take it. Right but, away, I thought 13 was a lot. I was like, what? Yeah, we're going to move it back to 10. So I need se- – one of you has to get seven points in these final NFC games. But before we get there, I'm going to talk about my AFC picks very fast. Um, I have Bengals over Ravens. I think even if Lamar plays, he's not hundred percent. It's going to be a tough one. Jags at home over the chargers. And if I was betting this, I would really bet the Jags. You get Jags plus two and a half at home. That's a big one. Um, and then dolphins bills. I'm taking Buffalo, right? I can't take Skylar Thompson, um, to beat Josh Allen and that talented Buffalo team on the road. So we got bills, Jags Bengals uh, for our three AFC advancing teams. So we'd have Jags at Kansas city and, uh, The Bengals at Buffalo. Or is Bengals Buffalo neutral? Or is it still Bang is still Bengals at Buffalo, right?
1: Yep. At Buffalo, yep.
0: All right. So now we're gonna move on to the NFC. Um, and before we talk about our picks, I just want to do a little guess the line um, to finish it out here so we can one of us will have to take a shot before we give our NFC picks.
1: Okay. Who's what games first?
0: First game, Seattle and the four, Seattle at the 49ers.
2: I'm going to say uh, 49ers
1: 10. Yeah, I'm sticking with my trend of 10. 49ers minus 10.
0: That is two points for both of you. It is 49ers minus 9.5. Okay. 5-5. Five,
1: five. What are we at? 5-5. Five 5-5. Five, Come on,
0: Chase. How many points did you say? Giants at Vikings.
1: This one should be easy. Giants favored by three. No. No, no, no. No chance. Vikings favored by three. Uh, I'm assuming they just gave us three points because of the home field.
0: Okay, so technically I said the plus minus number on which side doesn't matter. You just had to guess the line. So the it is it is Vikings favored by three. So Chase also said three. So points go both ways on this one. So you lose. Eight to eight.
1: So you lose.
0: There's one game left. I thought you said seven points was all we needed to score. I said 10, 10, buddy. Oh, okay, okay. 10. Okay, 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 okay. So we're still in it. This is where I want to be. You have to get two points on this, you have to be within one point, one of you, to get it. Um, and we have Cowboys at Bucks.
2: I forgot it's at Tampa Bay. That's crazy. Twelve wins
1: versus what does Tampa Bay have? Nine, eight. They didn't even go above five hundred.
0: Uh, eight wins.
1: Um, I mean, it's got to be pretty much the exact same as the Vikings in my eyes. I would say so. I'm going to say three.
2: I'm gonna say that Dallas is yeah, three, I guess. Doesn't matter.
0: Dang, that's tough because you it is two and a half Dallas. Dallas by two and a half. Um, so that is ten to ten. I shouldn't have lowered it at ten. I should have kept it at eleven. That's my own fault. Um so Chase and Boss oh
1: start
0: to give you their NFC picks while I uh take my L. Boss, you go ahead.
1: Okay, we'll start, obviously, wild card here. We'll just we'll jump back and forth between the conferences uh, based on the round, obviously. So we'll jump back to AFC when we talk divisional here. We got Seahawks at 49ers at the 7-2 matchup. Giants at Vikes 6-3 and Cowboys at Bucks 5-4. Again, like I said earlier, I'm rocking with the home team. Oh, and if y'all are listening audio, please switch to YouTube right now so you can witness Spinny take this shot. I'm rocking with the home teams. Seahawks, 49ers. I got to rock 49ers. I don't anticipate Geno Smith being able to win a road playoff game against that good of a defense. Giants bikes. Right. We're going to interrupt us them. and take my shot. Right, do it. do you it all suck. What kind of, what kind of alcohol is that? <laughs> oh, not Woo! good based on that reaction. A little Kentucky bourbon, Woodford Reserve.
0: It is very good. I'm just a pansy when it comes to alcohol. So. Shot there for uh for my L. Please, you faced it like
1: a champ. Giants bikes. Uh, I just don't think Danny Dimes in his first ever playoff game can win on the road in our atmosphere. Um, and either way, I'm picking the bikes. Obviously, just biased take there. So that I mean, that's enough to be said about that game. Cowboys Bucks. This is where I might get a little interesting here. I know Spinny said the Cowboys are favored. I'm rocking the Bucs. They got the home field advantage. They got a man at quarterback with seven freaking Super Bowls, even though I hate his ass. uh, I just don't see Tom Brady losing this game. And also, another factor that uh, made me choose the Bucs is just how much of a choke job the freaking Cowboys have been in our entire lifetime. They always have a good record, always go into the playoffs, and lose right away. And with how bad Dak has played these last couple weeks, I think he's up to like, I mean, how many games he missed? Like four or five games, and he's at like fifteen interceptions or something like that. Uh, so yeah, I'm anticipating him coming in and struggling, turning the ball over a couple times, and Tampa gets the win. Chase, what do you think?
2: Um, so for the, I'll just start here: with San Francisco and the the Seahawks. I think San Francisco is probably going to steamroll them. Um, obviously, Seattle's had a very good year. Geno Smith has had a Career year, good for him, good for the team. Um, It's a fun story, but I just don't see how they're going to walk into San Francisco and beat them. They are so tough. Uh, Doesn't matter who they put behind center. Clearly, they just continue to get wins. Um, Christian McCaffrey, that trade was obviously panning out very well for them. Um, So they're going to be a very, very tough uh, opponent for anybody. So they're going to, I think, take care of Seattle. Um, I am a little more skeptical about the Giants game than you are bus. I think, um, I agree with you, Danny Dimes, first playoff game, you know, on the road, us bank stadium is a very tough place to play. I think it's one of the better home field advantage stadiums. Um, obviously the Vikings offense has been great defense has been hit or miss bend don't break, but you know, um, I do think the Vikings will end up pulling it off, but that is a, game that I think will be closer than we think. Um, I hope not, obviously. Being I
1: big, you know. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I, if, yeah. if you all misunderstood me with that, I do think it's going to be a good game. I'm just saying I'm not going to pick against the Vikings.
2: Yeah. Let's just hope it doesn't come down to a kick, please. Um, and then for uh, Tampa Bay and Dallas, that is a. It's so tough. Obviously, Dallas has shown... Plenty of times this year that they can score fifty points a game, get takeaways on defense. Michael Parsons is obviously could be yeah. an MVP of this league someday, defense player of the year. Um, but like you said, the guy with, you know, how many Super Bowl rings uh at home. This isn't his first rodeo. Um, so I do think Tampa Bay is gonna sneak one out there as well. Another close game. Um, but it's just hard to bet against Tom Brady. And, you know, like you All said. Cowboys are just choke artists so I hate the Cowboys I hope they do choke so
1: Max. yeah,
0: yeah um, Seattle Niners I, I just don't think Seattle has enough Purdy's been really good uh, not turning the ball over San Francisco's defense is amazing and just the talent on that team you know second they're in the top three most talented teams in the NFL so if Purdy you know doesn't doesn't get stage fright too much in his first uh, playoff game. I think they'll be just fine. Um, Giants at Minnesota, this is going to be a close one. Um, If Ed Donatel can figure out and play some press coverage and make Danny beat him deep, we'll be fine. Otherwise, it's going to be a 35-32 type of finish because they're going to short pass and dunk it to Saquon all day and burn us and make our defense look bad like it is. And Kirk's going to have to have a game-winning drive in the fourth quarter. Uh, I think the Vikings win, but it's it's going to be a tough one. Cowboys bucks, i think it's the bucks. The Cowboys. The Cowboys bad game is the worst bad game of any of the playoff teams. That's the big of any of the NFC playoff teams. That's a big thing for me with them, you know, when they're not on they look really bad. They've had a horrible end. Worse of the than year. the
1: Vikings, you think?
0: Maybe not we quite got blown worse. blown
1: out like 3 times.
0: True, but we saw Dallas last week against Washington. We saw what that craft game can look like. Dak has also thrown 15 interceptions in 12 games this year. And when he turns the ball over, like that's, that's bad looks for them. Um, Dak has had a, a bad season compared to uh, his normal, probably his worst year since his rookie year. I just don't trust Dallas um, on the road, especially. And we, we saw the Bucks last week, Bucks are the opposite. Had a crappy start of the year last week. Brady threw 400 yards and three tutties. Mike Evans, 200 yards and you know, three tutties and what two tutties and all that type of stuff. So they're in the right spot. Dallas is in the wrong spot. It's at Tampa Bay, and I'm not betting against top ready. So Bucks, John, Bucks, Vikes, Niners, all advancing.
1: Yeah. We're all in agreement there in the NFC wild card. AFC divisional. And I hope oh. y'all were keeping track of who you guys matched up with each other. Because I'm only yeah. keeping track of my own matchups here. Well,
0: before we start this too, I I did want to give quick overall Super Bowl odds right now currently on FanDuel, odds to win the Super Bowl, Kansas City plus 330, Bills plus 420, Eagles and Niners both plus 500, Bengals plus 700, that's your top five, six through 10, Cowboys plus 1,300, Chargers plus 2,100, Bucks plus 2,800, Vikings plus 3,000, and Ravens plus 4,400. So those are your top 10 teams at Vegas odds. Plus 3,000,
1: smash that.
0: Plus 3,000, smash that. I think plus 2,800 for for the Bucs would be a, a smash for me.
1: I'm smashing the Vikings. We're winning it all. I'm just kidding. AFC Divisional, I have the Jags visiting the Chiefs and the Bengals visiting the Bills. Um, same... I mean, it's the same as all my other games so far. I'm taking the home teams in this one. Uh, the Bengals-Bills, to me, is just a straight toss-up. I can see uh, both teams winning. So that's straight toss-up to me. That's why I'm going to go home field advantage. That's going to help uh, Josh Allen pull that one out. And Chiefs-Jags, there's just obviously way too much experience for the Chiefs, uh, playoff experience, that is, as compared to the Jags. So they're going to take care of business there. I don't really anticipate that being a game. So that makes my AFC championship game, uh, chiefs bills, which if that pans out, that's going to be played at a neutral site. How about you
2: guys? Uh, for AFC. So I obviously went with, uh, the chargers here over Jacksonville. Um, so I got chargers and chiefs here. Um, I think the chiefs are just too good. Mahomes has just been there too many times. Uh, I think they're going to take care of business. Um, Plus, I completely agree with you. With Cincinnati and Buffalo being, you know, a toss up. Uh, I hope it's a 30, 40 point game for each team. Um, but I, uh, I don't know. I'm, I like Joey V. Swag. I think they're they're hungry to get back. They're probably one of the hottest teams, if not the hottest team, in the NFL right now. Um, and Buffalo, I mean, they just had that obviously horrific incident with uh, DeMar Hamlin, but. I think that's going to be a motivational factor for them this year. Um, But I think I'm just gonna, I think I'm gonna go with Cincinnati. I think they're just playing too well right now. So I'm going with Chiefs and Cincinnati
0: advancing. B cubed, baby. B cubed Big Balls Burrow is gonna go on the road and get a dub in Buffalo over Josh Allen and those overrated Bills. Uh, Kansas City overrated.
1: Whoa, Mather whoa, 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 whoa! We're popping the brakes on that. Are we? I don't know that? if we are. I don't know if we are. Thirteen and three. They apparently. We'll see. Softball. Turnover
0: machine, Josh Allen. Most total turnovers in the NFL, Josh your, Allen. Your flip flop on the Bills-Bengals is
1: crazy to me. I know. Throughout the season, I was
0: just going to mention that going into the year, um, I had, I had, uh, Bills and Kansas City in my final and so i'm just switching that a little and putting the bangles in instead of buffalo just have huge faith in burrowing the Bengals this year and there's been so much up and down from buffalo i'm not exactly sure what i'm gonna get from josh allen uh, in this game so yeah kansas city
1: i know what kansas we're getting
0: kansas city we're, we're getting last year josh in
1: AFC for them, sure. like i said that could happen but uh, you're talking. You're talking down on Josh Allen a little bit too much. We all saw last year what this man could do in the playoffs. They yeah, I mean, he's still a top five playing. quarterback. Still a top five quarterback. Top five. Top three. Eh, I will not maybe. accept anything maybe other top than top three. three. Being, I'm going to question your your NFL knowledge. If you're really trying to tell me he's not a top three quarterback, that is insane. That's insane. We'll man, I can't wait till this man pops over 500 yards again. Most turnovers in eat. the
0: league this year. Red mind, zone man. turnovers. Playoffs are a
1: different game, my guy. Playoffs right. are a different game. We'll right. see. We will see. You're, I just think your, your hate on Josh Allen is a little too much right
0: now. Am I going a little <laughs> overboard?
1: You are. You really All right.
0: are. All right. All right. Okay, NFC,
1: though. though. Even though he hasn't earned anything,
0: Burrow's been farther in his career than Allen. Cause Burrow didn't have to play the
1: freaking Kansas City Chiefs in the second round last year. Well, Burrow also took his team to the Super. He also beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Right, he took I took his team to the Super Bowl.
0: Has Allen ever beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs? Can't remember. Can't remember. But if he you're has. acting. Oh wait, you're
1: acting. You're acting like he's just a no-show. Like he's the reason they lost oh, that game, as if he didn't absolutely eat. He played the best game out nah, of any quarterback ate. in the NFL playoffs last year in that game and lost. So that's not his fault. But Burrow beats Mahomes.
0: Allen plays like, good and loses.
1: We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying your your talk on Allen is too much. That's all I'm trying to get at. Ridiculous right. talk. NFC Divisional. I have the Vikes visiting the 49ers and the Bucs visiting the Eagles. I'm kind of switching up a little bit here. I'm rocking the Bucs. They're going to pull off the upset. I think they're going to uh, make things frustrating for Jalen Hurts, force a couple turnovers, and that would be the key difference here. And I just like how the Bucks have been playing towards the end of the year. They're finally getting their swagger back. The chemistry with Mike Evans and Tom Brady is reappearing. And so I think this is a team that's just as dangerous as any other team in the NFC. So I'm rocking with the Bucs upset there. But sad to say here, i got to stick with the 49ers. Um, I just don't think, like I mentioned earlier in this episode, Kirk Cousins has been sacked the third most times in the NFL this year. Uh, that pass rush will eat us alive. Um, uh, that's the main thing I'm worried about. And then also, Especially no
0: Brian O'Neill.
1: No Brian O'Neill. So that pass rush is going to eat us alive. And, and then Kirk having to go on the road, probably in a primetime game. Uh, these are just factors that I just don't like. So I got to rock the 49ers. Chase?
2: um so yeah I got I'm going actually opposite of bus here um Ooh. as much as I as much as I love Tom Brady and love to trust those goats in the playoffs um and how much I hate Philly uh just what I've seen when Jalen Hurts is playing is they are so good so I just I don't know if Tom Brady's can keep up with that obviously we've seen him put up a lot of points the last couple of weeks seems like he's rekindling it with uh, Mike Evans again, but I just think Philly's too tough and it'll be a, at home. So I'm going Philly. Um, and although I agree with Bus, I think San Francisco is going to eat us alive. They're gonna You're going to be-, be a homer. You're a homer, aren't you? You're I'm the going to be the homer. And I just think Kirko Chains is going to get one more, one more last little run out of him this year. And I think we're going to advance to play Philly wishful
0: thinking but you know it's very very wishful thinking i i can't i what i wanted to say to that i'm not gonna say given what i said about the lions last week and got absolutely (laughs) roasted
1: on um if y'all never if y'all didn't catch last week's episode go back and watch it i I heard that say said about and also I just posted it on TikTok, so if y'all just want the quick snippet, go check out our TikTok. It's on there. Possibly one of Spinny's worst takes ever, just the yeah. way he said it. Not so. What he so, said, the so give it. it.
0: I would, I would say the same thing about the Viking success on the road in the playoffs as the Lions' regular season success. So that that's the hill I wanted to go down, but I'll I'll refrain and I will just politely pick the 49ers to win. Um, with their very much talented roster and defense, which is extremely better than ours, with the Vikings. Uh, the second game is, and I, I just think the Bucks are going to do it. I love Brady. Uh, my NFC Championship game going into this year was Niners Bucks, and going out of this year, right now, it's going to be Niners Bucks as well. Um, I'm sticking with my preseason prediction and the Niners Bucks NFC Championship.
1: I like it. I like it. Now on to the championships. I got Chiefs, Bills at a neutral site. It's it's fair fair game, right? No home field advantage. That's going to be a straight. You're going to pick, boss. You're going to pick, boss. I'm rocking the Chiefs. Um, it's just no, pick the, pick the Bills. Come on. Be a man. Be a man. Super Bowl champ. I will admit. Yeah,
0: stick with them then.
1: But I'm switching. I'm rocking. What the
0: Chiefs. a poser, dude. Pat Mahomes game.
1: is going to get it done. Bells. He's doing what he does, and he's just going to come through clutching and get this game done. I, I don't know. It's going to be a straight toss up, just like the Bills Bengals game, if this pans out. But I'm going to rock with the more experienced Pat Mahomes there. Say it with and your it, chest,
0: boss. Stick with I, the Bills. You should have said it with your chest and stuck with the Bills. Come on, no,
1: I'm allowed to make my. Sorry, I said that. That was my choice. How many months ago? I'm sorry. Unlike Boss, I'm allowed. I'm to make sticking my with my
0: choice from many months ago and picking the Chiefs, the team that has clearly been the best the entire season in the NFL. As I have said, Kansas City Chiefs going to Super Bowl.
1: The spinny guy, dude! I swear.
0: Mahomes got to get his revenge on Burrow, right? Like, he's not going to let him beat him four times in a row. Three's enough. So, Burrow's or Mahomes' revenge on Burrow, and they get it up.
2: I agree with you, Spinney. That's who I'm going with. I think uh, Patrick Mahomes wants to get back there. He wants another ring. I think they're going to do it. I don't think uh, Joey B is going to get a win two years in a row. So, I think uh, they've had a great season but I think that Patrick Mahomes is going to put it to an end.
1: We all have NFC. the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl.
0: Yep. NFC Championship. What do we got?
1: Spinny and I both have the Bucks 49ers, so we might as well go first. Oh, God. So Chase is a homer. He's rocking Vikings. Of course. Of course. I'm going 49ers, though. This is where Brady's run ends. Um, There's two talented everywhere. I mean, Spinny said it how many times already this episode. And I just think that's going to stand true in this NFC Championship. Home field advantage will be huge in this game, and I think that defense steps up big and and makes a lot of pressure, or puts a lot of pressure, I should say, on Tom Brady. You know, Nick Bosa and that that entire front.
0: Yeah, I I'm going to pull a bus, and I'm going to be the biggest hypocrite on the hard headed uh, podcast here, and uh, do exactly what Bus did with his AFC pick with my NFC pick. I had the Bucks in the championship going into the preseason. I'm going to take the Niners. Um, I think we're going to get a, a Niners Chiefs Super Bowl repeat. Not from last year, obviously, but from previous 2019.
1: Damn, choosing against your goat, bro.
0: Chiefs Niners. Uh... You're just going to choose against your goat like that? Yeah, I mean, Brock Purdy going to pull the Mr. Irrelevant and become the, the, new, the new era of of uh, overlooked late-round quarterbacks to be good and, uh, win, and make it to the Super Bowl. And it would be fitting, too, right? Brady got, gets beat by Foles and Eli
1: and Brock Purdy. Like, it would just fit the narrative. That's true. It definitely would. Chase, Chase you are picking the Vikings? That's what you're doing here?
2: Yeah, obviously, uh, to say the Vikings... At are, Philly? To, listen, listen. Obviously, to say that the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl right now sounds like a comical statement and an awful prediction but for going one game at a time i think they can sneak one out against the 49ers i don't think Brock Purdy is god i think he could cost them i know the team is very good but i think that i think he could make some mistakes he's a young guy on the big stage so if we're, if we're saying they're going to beat the 49ers I don't think they're going to lose two two times in Philly this year. I just don't see it. It's not going to happen. We're going to get a revenge game, and we're going to go to the Super Bowl.
0: At Niners, at Eagles, back-to-back to, back to go to the That's Super Bowl.
1: That's what I'm saying. One game,
2: one game at a time. One game at a time. sounds crazy right now, but one game at a time. Man, I, I mean, I, I'm not – For, I for the record,
0: right. I hope yeah. I would be yes. the happiest human on yeah. the planet if Chase was right. If Absolutely. we went into Philly – and beat them, I would. After beating San Fran, I would throw my
1: own personal parade.
0: Like any, I would oh, do yeah. anything. I would literally be running in the streets at that point.
2: The Kirko Chains videos would yes, be going. Yes, we would be. he
0: would be running in the streets for sure. No. Oh man, Jefferson's gonna streaking us all in the way. streets. Maybe it might even be streaking in the streets if we beat Philly at Philly to go to the Super Bowl.
1: That is, that's nuts. Crazy taste. That's- Crazy take. Man, I hope you're right. I do. Super Bowl. We all have the Chiefs. They now have 49ers. You have the Vikings. I'm picking Chiefs over the 49ers. I think this is where the stage maybe gets a little too bright for Brock Purdy. He's going to make some mistakes. Mahomes, he's obviously been there. He's won one. Uh, He did get obliterated by Tom Brady that one year. But this is where we see Mahomes get his second ring. And well on his way to ring eight because he's going to beat Tom Brady's record. Yes, he is, Spinny. Preseason, parties for our, for our YouTube audience.
0: What what is that circle team right there? I don't That's know because your handwriting is
1: your handwriting is so brutally bad. Chiefs, I have literally the no idea.
0: Chiefs, Chiefs winning the Super Bowl, just as I said. Preseason, Mahomes gets his second ring and uh, does it for the. Does it for the Chiefs. They, they're just great team. Mahomes has been absolutely unbelievable this year. Amazing coaching from Reed. Uh, two Super Bowls in the bag. All right,
1: Chase. Are we beating the Chiefs too then? I mean, you might as well send it then.
2: No, we're not.
1: <laughs> ah, what?
2: <laughs> we are not. We are losing our fifth Super Bowl, and we are going to learn how that heartbreak feels since we haven't got to experience it yet. We've experienced all the Crazy. other Minnesota sports losses, but... We are finally going to get to experience our first spiking Super Bowl loss.
0: You're going to make us experience a suit. If this actually happens, I don't chase like I would rather wish be into existence. I would be, I will come beat you. Just
1: like, yeah, you. I'm gonna, I would, be I would rather be on.
0: Yeah, but
1: I am a little concerned. I was pretty, I felt like semi confident in picking the Chiefs win at all, but I am concerned. Because we all pick the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, that's not good. That's not that good.
0: Usually does not bode well for us. Yeah.
1: So, man, do I you, guess we'll, you guys,
2: we'll see. Do you guys think that there's more uh Super Bowl contenders in the NFC or
0: AFC? Like who with legitimate? AFC, for sure. I, I agree. Bengals, you... Bills, Chiefs, all legitimate winner contenders. Yep.
1: But. I think it's close. I,
0: I mean, Niners-Eagles are the only two teams I actually believe in to come out of the NFC. Maybe Bucks shaky.
1: Right. Yeah, it's yeah you, got the,
2: you got the three best quarterbacks in the league. On the- yeah, I would say those
1: are the top five. So, yeah, I, I guess the AFC does have more. Yeah. Well, Chase, we appreciate you coming on. Before we get you off here, I want to surprise both of y'all, and this is going to make all three of us happy here. Looking I at this what crap, this
0: I wondered what this was. I was waiting for this to come on.
1: This is just glorious NFL analysts, which shouldn't even have a job saying that the Packers were going to be so freaking good. So let's just take a look at this. Let's This go. man on ESPN couldn't tell you who wrote Circle, thought Aaron Rodgers is going to win three straight MVPs. This dude on, on CBS of the Packers going 12 and five and in the Super Bowl against the Broncos. Wow, what a terrible the pick. Broncos. Like I, said, like I said, why is this dude he didn't have a job? Two teams that aren't even in the playoffs. Romeo Dobbs, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah. Now look at these pictures. We got, who is this? Kevin Clark, Green Bay, Super Bowl champions. Uh Ben Solak, Green Bay, in the Super Bowl, losing to Buffalo. Uh, same with Danny... Whatever his last name is. This this dude on the sporting nudes have them going fourteen and three. The Green yes. Bay Packers here. Even more here. A Bills, Green Bay, Albert Breer, Breer. Albert Breer saying they're making Super Bowl and losing. We got Connor Orr having the <laughs> Ravens in the Super Bowl versus the Packers and beating them. We have Greg Bishop with and and Michael Rosenberg. Now that I see that, both of them. With Packers winning the Super Bowl, MVP Russell Wilson for Mike Rosenberg, by the way. Oh yeah, I mean y'all can y'all can see those season awards too, and how how bad some of them were. Uh, Andrew Brandt, Green Bay Super Bowl winner, Gary. And he MVP. had them losing to the Chargers, and and Mitch also had the Ravens beating the Packers in the Super Bowl. This is just hilarious to, to look at as a Vikings fan. All these Why are you picking who,
0: the Chargers to make the Super Bowl? By the way, the Chargers. Right. What are we doing here?
1: What are we doing? Like I, I get, like I, like we already said, these were made how many months ago? Yeah. Like I can I can understand being wrong, but still, like even preseason the Chargers. No, even the Ravens too. Though I was never yeah. gonna pick the Ravens to make it out of the AFC. That's just crazy. But I figured we end the episode uh, just seeing that awesome stuff there. We love to see that. We love all right, it. Chase. We
2: appreciate you coming on, though. For sure, it's always a fun time, guys. Thank you for having me.
0: Peace.
2: Peace out, see Gold you. Bikes. Yes, sir.
0: All right, Artis and Artos. That's it for us.
1: I do Thank- have a quick Q and A for you, though.
0: Ooh, all right. Never mind. It's not it for us. Post
1: post by MLB expert Brendan Keelan in my uh, group chat, and also I just saw. All over Twitter, honestly. And it's your classic, classic college football versus NFL question. Would Georgia beat the Texans? Uh, We've seen this a lot in the past years. Would Bama beat Texans or Lions or whoever the worst team was in the league that year? I'm saying no. Uh, We're still talking the top, what, hundredth of a percent uh, in the entire world in terms of players uh, in the NFL. I'm not convinced Davis Mills is better than. Stetson I'm not. Con- I'm not. I agree. I'm not convinced that they're a whole lot better. I just. I just can't picture an NFL I'm, team losing to a college team, which I'm the also majority, not convinced that Georgia could guard Brandon Cooks either. So that's I'm what I'm saying. Like they still, that. yes, they have NFL players on their team that you know that'll make it to the league, but still, well over half of their league will never see the NFL. Yeah. Or half of their team, I should say, not league. That's a good
0: question, though. I think the Texans this year are are I, a bad enough team to to really think about. Yeah, that. I was
1: gonna say I I do feel like this year is it is a little closer than than past. Yeah. year. I do feel like that. So yeah, that was uh, episode forty one for y'all. Please drop comments on what you thought about our our theme music, our intro, yeah. as well as our trivia song.
0: Definitely, definitely go check know. out uh
1: go check out Jack Donovan's work in that link as well.
0: Yep, agreed. So uh, check his stuff out and. uh, We'll close you out this episode with some love for your friends and family and uh, a lovely theme song to roll us out.